The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. Hi, my name is Newt Shuttlecotty, and I'm the executive producer of Where the Stars Fell. The shortest way to describe this show is what if the odd couple was about fighting God? <laughs> Ever since she was born, Dr. Edison Ed Tucker has been physically unable to die. She is a genius cryptozoologist who comes to the small Oregon town of Jerusalem to prove the existence of the supernatural. While she's there, she's sharing a cabin with the infamously reclusive author Lucille Kensington. But there's a twist. Ed is the Antichrist, Lucy is her guardian angel, and they have to work together to stop the apocalypse from, well, apocalypsing. If you like small towns with a lot of quirky characters, religious fantasies that focus primarily on Jewish mythology with a little bit of Christian, and stories that prioritize disabled characters getting to do the cool thing, from fighting with a giant sword to having fire powers, we just might be the show for you. This episode is called Everybody Goes to the Rapture. It takes place in season three, and in it, an evangelical preacher comes to town. He's a Seventh-day Adventist, which means that he believes the apocalypse can happen pretty much at any moment, but he's not quite what you would expect from that description. The gang obviously can't have somebody saying that Doomsday is just around the corner running around town when that is, in fact, what is happening. So they have to hatch a plot to get this guy out of there before he cottons on to the fact that the apocalypse is actually quite nigh. Most of the secrets of Jerusalem, Oregon have long been revealed by this point in the show. So if you enjoy solving a mystery alongside the characters, you might just want to go right to episode one without being spoiled. But if you don't mind that, then in this episode, you're going to meet Ed and Lucy. You'll also meet Gabe, who is the angel Gabriel, BB, who is the demon Beelzebub, and Mike, who is the archangel Michael. The Ineffable Coalition of the Upper Pacific, and no, you should not spell that acronym out loud, have been given 61 days until the apocalypse is scheduled to happen, and several of those days have already passed by this point in the season. That's all I'll say for now, so sit back, relax, and enjoy! What do you want? Believe it or not, I'm here to place an order. And there's a blizzard down in hell that froze out your house. Why are you dining in then? Can a man not invite some variety into his life? Try again. Michael's in the kitchen today, isn't he? Ah, uh, there it is. I'd like to place an order, please, Gabriel. I'm sure you would. 
Go on, then. I'll take the quesadillas. Fine. What's your first side? Quesadilla. And your second? Hmm. Uh, quesadilla. You can't order four quesadillas. It's my right as an American. Neither of us are citizens of Earth. It's not my fault you put the same item as an entree and a side dish. I'd like four quesadillas, Gabriel. Are you gonna deny a customer his order? You're getting a salad. Why? You'll see. Hi, Gabe. Is our order ready? Mike's working on it in the kitchen. Michael, Ed and Lucille are here. Does Lucille want extra gravy to go? Yes, please. Okay! Creepy. You'll be doing it soon enough. What are you doing here? I do live in this town, you know. I dine out. You cause problems on purpose, then leave. Name one problem I've caused this week. Whatever you did to the radio station on Monday. What's this now? Apparently, there was a glitch on the air that caused nine different versions of Everybody Wants to Rule the World to play in a row, and when they finally managed to fix it, Ezekiel specifically blamed you by name. Takeout's ready. I'll get it. It's a very good song, Edison. You could have just requested a Tears for Fears hour. They have other songs. That doesn't seem right. I have no idea if you're fucking with me right now. As I said, it's a very good song. Can't imagine why they felt like they had the right anymore. Is he fucking with me? I am the worst person here to ask that question. Don't you always get takeout? And I'd like to. But the riverfront has become... Occupied. Huh? By what? Go see for yourself. Used to get some peace and quiet down there. Now, that showboating Nancy set up shop and is blasting... Christian rock music. I was gonna bring it out myself. I don't see why you... Oh. Hi, BB. You two. Here's your takeout. You. Finish that, then go stand in the walk-in freezer and wait. Why? Don't ask, don't ask, don't ask, don't ask. Okay. That is a fantastic question, Quinn. Most Seventh-day Adventists will tell you that the Lord's Holy Rapture is... But I like to think it's just another one of his little tests. Of course, as we all know, it sure helps to share the study guide for it with the class. That's why I'll be hosting a wilderness survival workshop tonight at Jerusalem High School. And a huge thanks to the Student Council for giving me the gym on such short notice. Speaking of which, we'll have some fun arts and crafts of their own for the kids, so bring them on by. It's going to be a great night of hands-on learning that you can use for the apocalypse. How on earth did he know the rapture is coming? He's a Seventh-day Adventist. They're basically Christianity's most advanced doomsday preppers. Think Jehovah's Witnesses, but mildly more chill. According to them, the second coming of Christ and the resurrection of the dead is just around the corner, which they've been saying since about 1863. Super evangelical, a lot of health freaks would love to see what a zombie movie looks like from one of them. When you say evangelical, do you mean... I'd be careful if I were you. I'll bet he doesn't have a sword. If you want to find out, be my guest. Hey, what's he been saying? Weren't you just at work? I figure I've got about an hour until they notice I'm not in the kitchen. Do I want to know why they're in the deep freeze? You know how we're ancient, immortal, ineffable beings that can't die and are really hard to injure? Sure. Gotta get your kicks in somehow. Good Christ. 
I've got some pamphlets up here if anybody's interested in a copy. Or just come say hi. Y'all have a great, gorgeous little town, and I'm so excited that he's sent me here. Well, this isn't ideal. What do you mean? We can't exactly have someone running about proclaiming the apocalypse is coming when that's exactly what's about to happen. What if someone tips him off and he goes and tells all his doomsaying little friends? They'll practically breed Edison. Evangelicals crawling all over town like weevils. Hmm, yeah. Okay, if you guys get everyone out of here, I'll kill him. What? No, that's not what I meant at all. Jesus, man. Let me talk to him. Perhaps he can be reasoned with. And if he really is a prick, Michael, we can discuss alternate options. You guys want to do this the hard way? Go for it. Hello. Hey there. Hi. Wow. Hello. Sam Wiley. Nice to meet you. You come here often? I'm wearing a Morgan David and we're wearing the exact same shirt. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I thought you were a man. <sighs> That's all right. So did my first girlfriend. Well, it's great to meet you, friend. My name's Sam. Lucille. I don't suppose you're considering converting? Not in your lifetime or any other. Cool. I always say, if God made all of us alike, we'd have burgers or hot dogs, but never both. Of course, I'm a vegan myself, but that's why they make black bean patties. Right. Well, do you intend to stay in town for long? I'd sure like to. It really is beautiful up here. I'm from Georgia myself, so it's nice to see a spring that's not just cold, one week of flowers, then all the plants get burned to a crisp. I see. But aren't you afraid of the rapture happening when you're not at home? Miss Dorothy here is my home. Oh god, there's more of them. Prettiest little RV above or below the east or west of the Mississippi. I like to settle down in a community for a hot sec, get to know the folks there. It's the best way to figure out how to really make a difference. Say, you should come to the survival workshop I'm hosting tonight. Bring your friends. I'd love to meet them. Uh, yes, friends. I'm sure we'll be there. Great! Excuse me, Sam, was it? Dr. Stone. Oh, hey, Lucille. Is Ed here? Yes, but she's not in danger of... I'll take care of it. Thanks. You said you were running a wildlife. So my you said you were running a wilderness survival. Right? And we decide we'll split a couple of dishes between a pretty big. So What did you do? I told her she couldn't touch it. I thought living with Lucy would have helped a little. You know Mike's got a giant sword too. May I see it? Sure. Let me just draw my angelic sword again where everyone can see. Relax. They're all going gaga over Mr. Progressive Youth Pastor there. <sighs> hmm. Mine's bigger. Right. So, what are we going to do about him? His name is Sam, and he intends on sticking around. Great. 
Can we go with my plan now? No. no! We're not killing him, man. Come on. Let's just check out his class tonight, see if there's anything that might convince him to leave. Fine, but if you guys can't figure out anything, I'm using the sword. Now, you may think rope skills are just for the 4-H club, but in fact, they're not. Fantastic. So, I'm going to go over a couple of really simple knots you can use in everything from fishing to hanging up your food so the hellhounds can't get at it. Do we have those? Yeah, but they're also inbred at this point. They're basically pugs. This first one is called a bowline knot. Uh, do we have any rock climbers here? Okay, so you guys can just take a nap while I'm showing it. You want to start here with a loop. Everything okay? Do you think you could try standing still and not yelling a little bit? Oh, yeah, totally. Didn't even know I was doing that. Why does this seem familiar? You should ask him if coffee makes him sleepy. It's not supposed to do that. The loop is what's called the rabbit hole. You want to take the rabbit, which is the working end, and bring it up through the hole, around the tree, and then back down the hole. Keep the working end long, because the knot is going to slip as it tightens. Is any of this correct? Shockingly, most of it. That one's pretty easy, but you guys seem like an experienced bunch. So, I'm going to try something a little trickier. Uh, could I get a volunteer? Lucille! Uh, why don't you come give me a hand? Six, five... Oh. Better get up there before you hit one. If my spoons are at a one, I'm going with Michael's plan. Thanks. So, the knot we're going to be tying is called a square knot. Lucille is going to follow along with me, and then I'll take any more volunteers that want to give it a go. Take the rope in both hands and... Oh! A square knot, yes? Yeah! And you were quick, too. Where did you learn to tie that? <coughs> Girl Scouts. I hate my job. Okay, then do something. You said no murder. You're an angel. Can't you just make him see a bunch of eyes and wings and freak him out? <sighs> Boss, damn it. Okay, cover me. Uh, I think I brought my multi-tool. <clears throat> oh my god, is that somebody's finger? Edison! Huh? Uh, did you see that? See what? Edison, we are going to have a talk about this. Huh. Guess I should probably cut down on the caffeine, huh? What? All those lights and noises and singing that just happened. Usually when I drink too much coffee, I just get a headache, but... I guess my body decided I wasn't listening. You... The lights... Bugger. Okay, so good news and bad news. What's the good news? He is dumb as a box of rocks. Fantastic. What's the bad news? He is dumb as a box of rocks. It'll take him quite a while to catch on that anything's amiss. But it doesn't look like we can scare him off, either. Mr. Need to Breathe, one. Holy Visitation, zero. Really? I whited out my eyes and everything. No dice. So, like we said, he's stupid. Can't be reasoned with, can't be spooked. What if, and pardon the ridiculousness of this, but I've got a headache coming on, we just 
pick him and his vehicle up and physically remove him from town. Or remove him in, I don't know, some capacity or another. What, like kill him? Because I am decidedly team no goddamn murder. I'm all for it. It's been a while since I've done a smiting. Certain people have implied I'm rusty. Is it- You're grounded. Right. Well, as farcically wacky as this situation has become- This situation? I was referring to my life. Seriously, though, I am begging us to figure out a way to do this without killing him. You got a better idea? I assume one of you two wiped Lucy's memories before she came to Earth, right? Just do the same with him. If something does ever trigger them back, it probably also means we're all doomed, so... Easy peasy! We'd still have to hold him down to do it. The process takes a second. I'll take his legs. You pretend to be a vision of the Lord? Uh... I hate community theater. How do you lose a whole damn RV, Michael? It's dark out, and the paint is black. Get off my back, okay? If you want to take out your aggression on someone, go find... Fuck! Well, well, well. Are we supposed to be, like, panicking here? Ideally. This is public property, you jackass. We can be here whenever we want. Michael. Oh, my boss, sorry. This is public property, you maidenless clown. What's that? I don't know. Sufi said it once, and it sounded mean. How's that theology degree of yours? Weeping. What are you four doing out and about this late? We're disappearing the doomsday preacher. Edison. What? Why would he care? He probably just shit like this for fun. Disappearing, you say? Well, that does remind me of the time I posed as a magician. Oh, boss, no. I know this story. Wait, is this the- Man, you have got to stop referencing stuff that happened in The Prestige and saying it was you. It's a movie. A documentary. Gabe! He just wants attention, Michael. I happen to have experience in this area is all. No, you don't, because- Hey, guys, focus. PK, kidnapping, hands-off lobotomy. Are you going to help us or not? What's in it for me? Literally nothing. Why are you here? Please, please leave. Beelzebub. You're going to help us. Fine. Good. Let's go. I don't see why you care so much about proving you're right here. Especially when you're not. It's in the name. It's not two different words. You're just being pedantic and stupid, and I don't know why it's about this. Like, please, reach to me from your ivory tower of doing jack shit and caring about buckle. Is this the hill you want to die on? Really? It's pronounced Whataburger. It's pronounced Whataburger! Fuck you! Shh! Lights stayed off for about an hour. We should be good. Okay, does anyone here besides me have experience with breaking and entering? Why do you have experience in that? I got bored a lot as a kid. So you got into lockpicking? I can also hotwire a car. Now, does anyone have a... Behold. Oh. Right. Miracles. Shall we? Mike, Gabe, one of you take point in case he's got a firearm. I'll do it. Gabe, take point. Hey! I can't see anything in there. Don't you guys have, like, night vision or something? That would be our department. What do you mean, our... 
Lucy, can you see anything right now? No. Well, shit. All right, let me through. I've been practicing something. <gasps> yes! What's that? A little bit of my shield. It may not spread like real fire, but it's still pretty bright. Come on. Oh, come the fuck on. Shh. No, he's not here. What? <laughs> you gotta be. Bugger. Do you think he knew we were coming? How could he have? Well, then where the hell is he? I keep telling myself I need to get over her because it's never going to happen. And my therapist says I have to focus on going after achievable goals to build my self-confidence. But I don't know. I see her every day at work. Every day. There are a billion little moments that make me think, does she like me back? Am I just overthinking it? Obviously, I can't change jobs and move away because I like somebody I work with. Although, the other day, I did almost give a kid the wrong measles shot because I was thinking about us running away together in the French countryside and raving goats. But, that's more of a, this town is going further off the rails by the day kind of thing. But, yeah. Hey, it did kind of help to talk about it. Thanks, Sam. Of course. I assume that means you're not up for anything more tonight. I mean, you know, was a rebound without a couple bounces. That sounded better in my head. You are too cute. One for the road. You're leaving then? Yeah. Nobody here seems to be really interested in converting. Do you guys have, like, a phobia of organized religion or something? Well, uh, you've got to get up early tomorrow, so uh, let's get to it. Oh, okay. Where the Stars Fell is a production of Caldera Studios and is written and produced by Newton Shottlecotty. The voice of Gabe was Kira Gill. The voice of Mike was Kyle Street. The voice of BB was Max Fleischacker. The voice of Sam Wiley was Jeremy Thompson. The voice of Sufi Shirvan was Sahar Iman. The voice of Dr. Stone was Dimitri Mullins. The voice of Lucille Kensington was Madeline Harview. The voice of Dr. Edison Tucker was Newton Shottlecotty. Script edits were done by Brad Colebrook with a sensitivity read by Kit Adams. All sound effects taken from audio library, sound library, free sound, original Foley, or used under Creative Commons license. Find transcripts, social media links, and places to listen at wherethestarsfell.com.